we, we, we want to make sure you know how to quote the Lord is my shepherd I shall not want he making me to lie down in green pastures he restored my soul he leaded me in the paths of righteousness yea though I walk through the I shall fear no evil for thy rod and thy staff some people over there quiet that's all right yeah yeah I, I, and you want the people to be able to quote these scriptures and tell you where they are but many of the people that know these scriptures to heart don't know the god of that scripture welcome to the life experience a broadcast brought to you by life worship center where we're led by a dynamic duo bishop denzel and robin rule we are a church that lives in love operates in integrity walks by faith, and have been empowered by God. Stay tuned, there is definitely a life-changing word awaiting you. And now, here is Pastor Denzel with today's word. Being at rest requires that you hear the voice of God. That being said, you must realize that there are voice blockers that are all around you with an assignment to ensure that you don't ever be at rest because you don't ever hear God. There are voice blockers. You got to be aware of them. Voice blockers. These voice blockers. See, if the voice blockers are effective, then your mind will be blind. Second Corinthians chapter 4. Verse 4, 2 Corinthians 4 and 4. That's not on the script, dear friend, but it's, it's, it's pretty good. 2 Corinthians 4 and 4 says this. He says, whom the God of this world hath blinded the minds of them uh, such that they would not be able to receive the glorious light of the gospel. The light of the gospel. The gospel is heard, but it brings light once you hear it. Glory be to God. So that's still the voice. The devil wants to blind you. He wants to put obstacles in your way that you are not able to perceive. There it is. In whom the God of this world has blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. The enemy's job is to blind your mind, to block the voice. So uh, we started this about three weeks ago. We gave you what I'm now redefining as voice blockers. We gave you six, but now there's seven. And I'm going to begin with number seven and make number seven number one. We kind of prepared you for this, but here it goes. The first voice blocker that I want to bring your attention to is a three-letter powerful word. It's a word called sin. Now, I know I said that the devil wants to use this, but let me let you understand this, that for the believer, most of us, the very, actually the believer, all of us, the devil ain't our problem when it comes to sin. The devil becomes a problem for the believer after sin. The devil is not engaged in the believer pre-sin. It is post-sin when the devil gets engaged. In other words, the believer cannot blame their sin on the devil. Okay, I'll say it again. Slow for this side. The believer cannot blame their sin on the devil. Well, they can, but it'll be a lie. Because the devil does not have the power over the believer. Devil don't make believers sin, believers the sin. 
Now when the believer sins, now the devil says, oh, I got one over here. Understand this, glory to God, that your sin gives the devil access to you. I said this before, I'm saying it again. Sin don't put you in hell, sin gives hell access to you. Now, if hell get enough in you, then deep will call into deep. Slow bus. I'm going to say it again. Because of the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ, if we understand the grace and the love of Jesus, and we are believers, we believe in a sacrifice for us. If you sin now and you die, you get into hell. I know the believer can be all right. The love of God is amazing. Glory to God. If the ocean was ink, sky was parchment made, every man a scribe and every stalk a pen, you will drain the ocean dry before you can write the love of God. Glory to God. I didn't make it up. That's a song, y'all. Sounded very poetic, but I mind. That's, that's the song. So we can never try to bottle or box in the love of God. It's amazing. And I believe because of this, especially in this age of grace on steroids, in this age of liberal Christianity, we are running a danger that we believe we could just sin however we want to sin and God got us covered because of grace and there ain't going to be no penalty, ain't nothing going to happen to us because God loves us. <laughs> See, if you keep on sinning and keep on allowing the devil to get access for you, it ain't going to be long before your end state be worse than your beginning state. Isn't that what the Bible says? That when a demon is gone out of a man, it goes away for a season. But it comes back with seven stronger demons. And it ends by saying, and the end of the man would be worse than the beginning. So you got to be careful. See, your sin gives the devil access. That's why I said what I said. It gives the devil access. And the Lord told me, he said, son, spend a little while here because you have people in this church that are ready to walk in the blessing. You have people in this church that know the blessing is on them. People in this church who can't wait for mid-September because they know that this is their month of favor, who know they can get increased. He says, tell them same people to watch their sinning ways. Tell them same people that I don't like sin. Somehow along the way, they thought that it was cool to live unholy. They thought that there was no, as long as I could pray and feel him, I'm good. Let me say it again. When you grow up in God, you realize that you could sin and still feel him. That's how much he loves you. Yes, you can. Don't play with me. Because sometimes what you feel is really the feeling that you felt the last time you felt him. It's not really him, but you know how it felt when you feel him. So you can induce that feeling on yourself and you believe you feel in God. Just as there is muscle memory, there's feeling memory. And so your feelings is remembering how it felt when you felt him the last time. That's what many of our tongues are. They are tongues memory. 
So we remember the feeling when we actually feel God and we reproduce this feeling now in our sinful state and we tell ourselves, God is on me. And we have conditioned ourselves to to know how to get in that mood and so you can get your mind back there. And if you get your let me let me talk to Denzel. If you get your mind there, you can make your hand go on fire. Let me preach, Denzel. That, 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 because you know it, Peggy, you can get your mind to a place where you'll feel fire in your left hand. And you will tell yourself, that's the fire of God. But it's really just mind memory muscle memory they work together and fool you to believe that it's still God Samson was the same place I will shake myself as before there was something on him that said you can shake again that's judges something read it when you go home it's a good story about Samson when after he keep on putting his head in Delilah lap keep on fooling around Delilah keep on sinning the Bible didn't say they, was, they, they had sex, but think about it. He came up on the head and he cut that neck. No, I mean, we need to say this because we need to, I want you to see the plot of the devil. Don't, don't miss this. Don't miss this. That boy was all up in sin. All up in sin and flirting with the devil. And don't realize the more you flirt with sin, the more you lose spiritual sensitivity. Say it again, Denzel. The more you flirt with sin, the more you lose spiritual sensitivity. I need you to understand I'm preaching to a mature church. So I ain't preaching no sin go to hell like you grew up in school. I want you to understand some people who determined to be anointed, some people who determined to be a difference in the earth, some people who determined to walk in faith and to live in rest. I'm talking to you. I need you to understand this, that if you keep on sin in this hand and faith in this hand, eventually you're going to lose sensitivity. You will get to the place where you sit in a service and say, boy, life ain't really feeling the way it used to feel. And ain't a thing wrong with life. You sinning. The praise team, the praise team, boy, I don't know, but if you're in them feel a little off today. No, they ain't feel off. It's you. You can't feel. You're numb. That sin on the inside of you will elevate will elevate to the place where you can't even sense it. You can't sense it no more. And it will land to a level of arrogance because you believe it's everybody else. Y'all know I've sitting on this for three weeks. You know this is coming heavy. And he said, son, deal with it in the house. Deal with it because uh, there are persons who believe they can live in rest and live in sin at the same time. Who could walk by faith and live ungodly. And shout for the blessing. But still fornicate. All right, now listen, I, 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 I need y'all to listen up good. I, I want the amens to hold off for a second. I need y'all to hear me good. I want this to penetrate. Listen to me good. Listen good. This double dipping got to stop. Listen. Listen. 
Whenever God speaks like this, listen to me, y'all, with this kind of strength, that means exposure is coming. Listen to me. I don't want no amens now. I don't want nobody to say amen. I want nobody to say preacher, sir. I want everybody to listen to me. Listen to me good. When this happens like this, because I don't want you to leave here and miss this. When this happens like this, that means exposure and embarrassment is coming. When exposure and embarrassment comes, you can repent and be restored with God, but you will lose your witness to people. That's what we miss, Michelle, that we can be restored with God, but in the eyes of the people, we lose our witness and we have no more good to the kingdom. Because when you open your mouth, nobody hears you. And there are many in this nation who now have tried and prayed and fasted and got themselves more anointed, but still nobody hears their voice. Because they have no reputation. They've been brought to an open shame because they coddled and they made life comfortable for sin. And continued in sin 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 sin to the point where the cover was removed. And I'm hearing this, that exposure is on the way. This is no message to the nation, this is a message to life. That exposure is on the way. And the Lord said, fix it, son. I am not lifting the cover. They are moving out of the cover. Tell them, don't put the exposure on me. Because the cover is here. He that dwelleth in the secret place, the secret place ain't going to move with you. You got to come on the secret place. Don't think, the secret place don't follow you. You got to follow it. Bible says that, 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 that Moses got up in the morning and said, God arise and the cloud would show up and the cloud showed him where to go. You don't tell the cloud where to go. I can give you permission to say amen in a second. I got to finish this. He says, Amos 3 and 7, I do nothing except I reveal to my servants the prophets. I have to speak, speak this so strong I have to be so forceful with this because, listen to me, this house is about to break out. This house is about to take territory. I'm seeing our building more and more. This week I was walking on the carpet. Saw the carpet on the ground. I'm seeing it, so I know we're just about there. And God says, Ooh, don't take this there. Don't take double dipping into that house because I'm establishing you so I ain't asking nobody to look around at nobody I'm talking to you he says we cannot take the fornication there we cannot take the sweet arden there we can't take the gossiping there we can't take the lying and the greed and the deceit there we cannot take the unforgiveness there. He says, so house, I need you to get in order because I'm about to put you on display because I have a lot riding, says God, on this house. I have a lot riding on this house. I want to use this house to show other houses how it's supposed to be done. I'm watching this this cutting-edge panel of preachers this week happened a few weeks ago and on this panel they're spending time talking about how the homosexual lifestyle is okay 
and how your these are bishops, Pentecostal bishops. Not no strange faiths, Pentecostal bishops, and they're talking about how God doesn't care about your sexuality. God doesn't care who you sleep with. Keep your heart right with God. Don't worry about that stuff. Because Jesus was sensual and you are sensual and Jesus was sexual and you are sexual. And so don't worry about it. They didn't talk about Jesus' sexuality, so stop talking about yours. So just go ahead and live your sexuality out and you're going to be okay. Just be good to people. That's the kind of culture that's rising up in Pentecostalism. See, those of you who are young don't know Pentecostalism. They're the people who say you're supposed to wear a long dress. And everything baggy and everything strict. They're the people. That's what Pentecostalism used to be. Now it's <laughs> evolving. Yet still we preach that he changes now. His principles don't change. But now all of a sudden we're evolving now. Because we're coming into new theology and new concepts and new revelation. And so now a bunch of fools is coming in. And that's why in this house, we cannot make it comfortable for those of us to be touching here and touching here and swaying here and swerving here to believe it's okay and to be walking in the blessing and to walk in an increase and to get your car and to get your money, but your life ain't right. Put your hand on your chest and say it's time to live right. This ain't no word for your neighbor. It's time to live right. You ain't married, you shouldn't be shacking up having sex. That's still wrong. And I want to say it in this sober way because I know we say it with the comments, someone's going to laugh and you're going to miss this. No, I want you to sense the conviction. Perchance someone here may believe it's okay. No, it's not. You're giving the devil access to your life. You're living in fornication and then wondering why there's a spirit tormenting you and you can't sleep and one pastor lay hands on you because there's a spirit of depression over you. What do you expect? When you open your life to the enemy. Awake those that are asleep in Zion. Time to get up. I would not have you ignorant concerning Satan's devices. Because that's how he will gain an advantage over us. What we have been given, the revelation, the word, the anointing, the, the level of healing, the level of blessing that is on this house continually blows my mind. I never blown your mind too, but it's tripping me out. I don't understand it. I've never seen it in my life. What I'm seeing happen here is the stuff I watch on TV, Sonia. The stuff I used to be like, oh my God, that church over there is that over there some other part of the world. Never dreamed that we would see it here. That I would be a part of it, much less pastoring it. Never thought it possible what God is allowing us to see. And God says, son, walk worthy. Ephesians 4 and verse number 1. Ephesians 4, put it on the screen. Put it on the screen. Please, 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 I need it. He says, Ephesians 4 and verse number 1, I need you to get this. This is so critical. I therefore, the prisoner of the Lord, beseech you that you walk worthy of the vocation wherewith you are being called. There is a walk that is required of us because of our vocation. There is a walk. I get some deep points to give you and some things to write down, some strategy, but I need to, I need to, I need to preach this. I'm preaching now, believe it or not. 
this proclamation to bring about a change. Let's read it together. Ready, everybody? Ready? Read. Hold on. The prisoner of the Lord. The Lord calls the shots in my life. The Lord calls the shots in my life. I lock up. I, therefore, the prisoner of the Lord, read the rest. Beseech you. Watch this, man. Paul says, I beg in you. Beseech means to beg. I'm insisting upon you. This ain't no game, Paul said. Paul said, listen to me, man. I am begging you. What is he begging you? Ready, read. Beseech you. That you walk worthy of the vocation wherewith ye are called. There is a vocation, there's a call, there's an assignment that God has for us as a church. And I need you to understand that your worthy walk affects my worthy walk. The output of this house is determined on how many of us decide to walk worthy. Don't let anybody fool you. Or oh, we can go without you. No, no. If you're attached to this house, your walk will affect our ultimate gain. I don't want no, you, well, I ain't no minister. I ain't on no ministry. I just joined the church. I only just come here. No, you affect what we accomplish as a body. Please, now you can look across the room. Look, at, look across somebody and tell them, man, I need you. Look at somebody's man. Tell them, I need you. No, 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 no. Y'all say that. Y'all scared. Go ahead and look at somebody. Tell them, man, I need you. Find somebody you've never seen before. Lock eyes with them. Tell them, man, I need you. So now tell them, please tell them, let's do this together. Let, let's do this together. Thank you for tuning in to The Life Experience. You've been listening to a portion of a message from our pastor, Bishop Denzel Roll of Life Worship Center. We invite you to join us at any of our weekly services held at the C.H. Reeves Auditorium, located Mini Street just off of Robinson Road. For more information on our ministry, visit us at facebook.com slash the life experience or Instagram hashtag LWC Bahamas. You can also contact us at our office. 6015125 We look forward to seeing and hearing from you. Join us every weekday here on Glory 93.9 FM. Until next time, have a life-filled day.